it's very important to clarify what we have on the northern border is a low-scale war. Don't let anybody mistaken here. Those who live up north understand exactly what is going on here. This is not quiet, and it's not peace, and it's not an involvement. Nasrallah and, and Hezbollah are already involved in the campaign. Now, the only question that was left now is when they will decide to use their full power, because, of course, now they are just using very small part of their power, and I guess it's using very small part of its power. Is, so, there, is there a sense that Israel wants to take this to another stage? Not now, that's for sure, mm-hmm. because now Israel is busy in the south. That's the priority. But since this is the situation, it means that 60,000 Israelis that were evacuated from their homes cannot go back to their homes since Hezbollah created the situation of an active war border, meaning that every day, every day, including today, there were quite a few, there are attacks coming from Lebanon against the Israeli communities, against IDF positions, against the Israeli towns. It's not safe to, to travel up north here. We are all secured by soldiers. Uh, children are in my town where I was not evacuated. I'm nine kilometers from the border. In my town, children are not going to school, and if they do, it's only in shelters, which we don't have shelters for all the children in the school, so, you know, they just divide it between the classrooms. This is not routine, and IDF will have eventually to make a decision how to change the reality on the northern border to make sure that we are not going to be massacred, just like the people in the south, and to make sure that we are going that the people that were evacuated will go back to their homes to a quiet border. This is on the Israeli side. On Hezbollah's side, mm-hmm. what we see is that the, the basic assumption of Hezbollah is that if this is the unbearable situation that is created to the Israelis, it is clear that it will lead to escalation. Okay? Hezbollah is not, uh, you know, creating an an unwanted escalation. It is a wanted escalation. Hezbollah understands that. Hezbollah understands that it's taking the risk of war if every day there is a gradual escalation with the attacks that are coming from it. You make it sound as if it's deterministic that this is definitely going to uh, expand. 1,400 Israelis were killed. I think this is deterministic enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the danger of just the uh, c- continual operating out of a retaliatory mindset? I mean, the Israeli uh, response has always been a response to Hezbollah's actions. I mean, what's the danger of that uh, to Israel's deterrence? <laughs> there is no deterrence. The word deterrence is not relevant anymore to the discussion around security of the state of Israel. These people, they don't uh, care about deterrence. They care about their evaluations of our capabilities or their capabilities. That's it. And when I say capabilities, they don't care about human life. Mm-hmm. All they, the, the evaluation they make is according to the, to the mission. If the mission is to kill Israelis and they, would, they believe that they will succeed, so why not? If the mission is to take over Lebanon and they believe that sacrificing Beirut, for example, will uh, contribute to Hezbollah taking over Lebanon, they will do it. Do you... what, what, what we see happening on the ground now mm-hmm. is something that is opposed to our logic as Westerns, like everybody is asking how come Hezbollah did it attack before, is Hezbollah deterred, maybe it is deterred. 
But on the ground, Hezbollah is creating attacks against the state of Israel every day since this campaign started. So the responsive side here is not Hezbollah, it's Israel. Do you think that Hezbollah is acting alone or is Iran very much involved here? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Hezbollah is never acting alone. The plan was written in Iran and the Iranian foreign minister is deeply involved in everything that is happening here. You can see that also if you just uh, look at Syria and Iraq and you see that more than 40 attacks against American forces in Syria and Iraq since this campaign started. This is, it means every day few attacks. We've been following that as well. And that's why you understand that somebody is trying to create a campaign here in multi-fronts. By the way, Nasrallah talked about it in his speech very, very clearly. Yes. And, and that's why I'm saying that it's not a question of if, it's a question of when and under what circumstances. But it is clear that from the Israeli side, we're not going to tolerate the reality as it is today. And it is clear that Hezbollah is saying, okay, don't tolerate, whatever. And, <laughs> you know, Sarit, I mean, the, the Americans have also been attacking in Syria against uh, uh, Iranian sites, uh, proxy sites, and also they sent all these forces to the eastern Mediterranean. Isn't that having some kind of effect or not? The American responses, as far as I know, were very limited and very few, comparing to the amount of attacks they had mm-hmm. against them. And the... Sending of the military assistance to the state of Israel is crucial and very, very important. First, with encouraging our uh, resilience, feeling that we are not alone and uh, that we can fight this campaign against terror. Uh, Second, it is important because it creates an operational capability to fight against the Iran and, and its proxies in the region. Again, I am not sure it is creating deterrence, but the fact that it is creating an operational capability is no less important. 